Act One of Warpen Wharf, a frightful comedy of pirates by Charles S. Brooks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Warpen Wharf, a frightful comedy of pirates. Act One. Our scene is the wind-swept coast of Devon. By day there is a wide stretch of ocean far below. The time is remote, and doubtless great ships of forgotten build stand out from Bristol in full sail for western shores. Their white canvas wings in the morning sun as if their purpose were a jest. They seek a northwest passage and the golden mines of India. But we must be loose and free of date, lest our plot be shamed by broken fact a thousand years are but as yesterday we shall make no more than a general gesture toward the wide spaces of the past the village of clovelly climbs in a single street a staircase really from the shore to the top of the cliff and is fagged and out of breath halfway but on a still dizzier crag storm-blown clinging by its toes there stands the pirate's cabin to this topmost ledge fishwives sometimes scramble by day to seek a belated sail against lundy's isle but after twilight a night wind searches the crannies of the rock and winds to the moon of its barren quest and then no villager i think chooses to walk in that direction i have visited clovelly and have kicked a sodden donkey from the wharf to the top of the street past the shops of devon cream and picture postal cards but have sought in vain the pirate's cabin since our far-off adventure of to-night ten thousand tempests have snarled across these giddy cliffs and we must convince our reason that these highest crags where we pitch our plot have long since been toppled in a storm where yonder wave leathers the shaggy headland as if neptune had turned barber we must fancy that the pinnacles of yesteryear lie buried in the sea we had hoped for a play upon the sea with a tall mast rocking from wing to wing and a tempest roaring at the rail alas our pirates grow old and stiff they have retired as we say from active practice and live in idle luxury on shore yet we shall see that their villainy still thrives our scene is their cabin on the cliff it is a rough stone building with peeling plaster and slates that by day are green with moss but it is night and the wind is whistling its rowdy companions from the sea until the morning they will play at leapfrog from cliff to cliff far below is the village of clovelly snug with fire and candles we enter the cabin without knocking like neighbors through a garden and poke about a bit before our hosts appear a door forward at the right leads to the kitchen backstage also at the right a ladder rises to a sleeping loft on the left wall are a chimney and fireplace with a crane and pot for heating grog and smoky timbers above to mark the frequent thirst on a great beam overhead are bags of clinking loot and shining brasses from wrecked ships peppers hang to dry before the fire and the lighted ship's lantern swings from a hook at the rear of the cabin to the left 
a row of mullioned windows looks at sea and cliffs in a flash of lightning below is a seaman's chest above on the broken plaster is scrawled the ship in the middle at the rear there is a clock with hanging pendulum and weights a gun of antique pattern leans beside the clock to the right the cabin is recessed with a door right angled in the jog and other windows looking on the sea a parrot sits on its perch with curved profanity the gaudy creature is best if stuffed for its noisy tongue would drown our dialogue like hamlet's player it would speak beyond its lines and raise a quantity of barren laughter our furniture is a table and three stools and a tall-backed chair beside the hearth on the table a candle burns bespattered with tallow the cabin glows with firelight at the lifting of the curtain there is thunder and lightning and a rush of wind if it can be managed two pirates are discovered drinking at the table by the smack of their lips it is excellent grog one of them patch eye has lost an eye and he wears a black patch his hair curls up in a pigtail like any sailor before nelson it looks as stiff as a hook and he might almost be lifted by it and hung on a peg but all of our pirates wear pigtails except one red joe the other pirate at the table is called the duke for no apparent reason as he is a shabby rogue we must not run our finger down the peerage in hope of finding him or think that he owns a palace on the strand he has only one leg with a timber below the knee he wears a long cloak so that the actor's rusticated leg can be folded out of sight the duke has a great red nose grog and rum and that sort of thing his whiskers are the bush that marks the merry drinking place patch eye is melancholy almost sentimental at times he would stab a man but grieve upon a sparrow at heart we fear he is a coward and stupid the duke on the contrary is shrewd and he does a lot of thinking he has heavy eyebrows he is the kind of thinker that you just know that he is thinking both pirates are very cruel and profane but we must be careful and now we hush the melancholy fiddlers if this comedy can stir the croaking bass viol to any show of mirth our work tops falstaff glum folk with beards had best withdraw only the young in heart will catch the slender meaning of our play let's light the candles and draw the curtain darlin darlin he lolls back in his chair and stretches out his legs for comfort Darlin. at this a dirty old woman with one tooth appears from the kitchen she is called darlin just for fun as she is not at all kissable a sprig of mistletoe even in the christmas season would beckon vainly me friend the duke is thirsty will you fill the cups hurry old dear and squeeze in just a little bit of lemon it sets the stomach you sets your stomach like it were hen's eggs always coddling it she stirs and tastes the pot of grog and hoists her wrinkled stockings ah there's no one like darlin for mixin grog 
for that kind word i'm lovin you she looks at him with admiration ain't he a figure of a man venus was nothin just nothin at all the grog beats off the melancholy as soon as me pipes go dry i gets homesick for the ocean here we be duke thrown up at last to rot like driftwood on the shore no more sailing off to trinidad no tackin round the hebrides we as ships as has sprung a leak eh, it was happy days when we sailed off old flint on the spanish main happy days patch they drink ay the blessed dear old roarin hulk uh, no better private ever lived than flint smart with his cutlass quick at the trigger grog a sloppin pella it was just a sip oh, i used to tell him that his leg was holler he was a vat was flint just a swishin keg grog just sizzled and disappeared like when you drops it on a red-hot sea coal for twenty year or more me and you has seen old flint march his victims off the plank our step lively say doesn't ye hear davy callin dear ere was never a sail a man ever sat in the port light at wappin wharf could drink with flint wappin wharf and gibbets is nothing to talk about funerals even is cheerfuller ere's he's parrot she used to cuss soft and gentle to herself happy all the day she ain't spoke since flint's was took peckin at your fingers and broodin there's his old clock as hung in the cabin of old spittin devil with the pendulum gettin tangled in a storm an ell of a clock for a bouncin ship she was tickin peaceful the day flint was hanged but she stopped does you remember it the very minute they pushed him off the ladder she ain't ticked since it makes you stitious and she won't never run again that's what flint allers said till to his death's revenged he told us never to wind her says she'd start hisself with no windin when the right time came if i was to look up and see that pendulum swingin horrors yellow elephants would be nothin i'd give a month the grog just to hear the old dear tickin and to know that flint was restin easy in his rotten coffin swappin stories with the pretty angels oh, i i love flint like a brother he is quite sentimental about this it was him knocked this out pointing to his missing eye but it was just in the way of business we differed a little in the loot he was very persuasive was old flint er ye talks like a woman i loves ye to cuff em em was happy days patch bless me gig what's left duke <laughs> 
but me and you has seen a heap of sights. I suppose I've drowned myself a hundred men. It's comfortin' when you're lays awake at night. I feel as I ain't wasted myself. I've used my gifts. I ain't been a foolish virgin and put me shining talent inside a bushel. But me and you is driftwood now, Duke. Oy, but it's no use sniffling about at old crocodile. Darlin' is certainly handy at mixin' grog. And we've a right smart cabin with winders on the sea. Since I stuffed your old shirt in the roof, it hardly leaks. My shirt. Next week is me week for changin'. How would you have done it? I'm a kinder particular dresser. I likes to wash now and then, if it ain't too often. Darlin', me friend Patch is thirsty, and I drop meself. The cups are filled. You're a precious old lady, and I loves ya. You. you spoils me, Duke. Lightning and a crash of thunder. It's foul tonight on the ocean. How the wind blows. It be splitting up outside. The channel's as roiled as a vampire when you scorns her. How she snorts. The devil himself is hissing through his teeth. There'll be Solomon tonight what's booked for Davy Jones's locker. I'm not kicking much for to be ashore. I rots peaceful. Patch Eye has opened the door to consult the night. It slams wide in the wind, and the gust blows out the candle. Hey there, forward! Batten your hatch! You're blowing the gizzard out of us! He hobbles on Timberleg to the warm chair by the fire. Patch closes the door and sits. Darlin relights the candle. Poor Flint, who was took on just such a night, dropped into the port light for something wet and warmin', just to kinder say good-bye, ship all fitted out. He got three new sailormen, fine fellers as had been sentenced to be hanged for cuttin' purses, but had been let go, as they had reformed and wanted to be honest pirates. I remembers the night old sea nymph. It was raining to put out the fires of hell, with a little devil stoking in the sinners. It's sinners patches is used for kindlers to keep the devils in an healthy sweat. He was to sail when the tide ran out. Lord Goody, how the tide runs down the Thames! as if it were homesick for the ocean. But someone squealed. Squealers is worse'n hissin' reptiles. They catched Flint and they strung him to a gibbet. Poor old dear. I never touches me patch, but thinks of Flint. This ere life is snug and easy. We has retired from practice. Like storekeepers does who has made a fortune. Ain't we settin' here in style and comfort 
and just waitin' for the treasure ships to come to us, we gets the plums without chewin' at the dough. We blows out the lighthouse, and we sets our lanterns so as to fool em on the course, and when they smashes on the rocks, well, all we does is stuff our pokes with the treasure that washes up. I praise meself for fog and dirty weather. Now I lay me, says I, and will you send it thick and oozy? I ain't disputing you. He cheers up a bit. And we robs landlubbers once in a while. Now you're talking old sea line. I'm telling you it were a good haul we made last night on Castle Crag. Who's disputing you? Arr, I'm telling you, silver candles and spoons. Never seen such a heap of spoons. What's anyone want more than one spoon for? You cleans it every bite again, the tongue. Arr, you disgusts me, Patch. You ain't no manners. For meself, I spears me food tidy on me knife. The Duke sits looking at the seaman's chest at the rear of the cabin. He is deep in thought. Now there's just one little thing I doesn't understand. I asks you. He goes to the chest, opens it, and draws out a rich velvet garment. He holds it up. What's the meaning of this here loot we took at Castle Crag? I asks you. Ain't we been by that castle a hundred times? The Earl, he don't wear clothes like this. None of the aristocracy does, except when they struts on Piccadilly. I ask you, Patch, I asks you, who wears a thing like that? He puts the garment around Patch's shoulders. You looks like the Archbishop of Canterbury. Patch? with strut and gesture his grease taking the air fucking posies looking like a silly jackass you hurt me feelings duke the duke folds the cloak and puts it back again in the chest he sits at the table in meditation oh it doesn't like it patch i doesn't understand it and what i doesn't understand i doesn't like what em gay clothes who owned em i asks ye afore we stole em darlin me friend the duke is thirsty you had better mix another pot our cups is low you doesn't want to be a foolish virgin and get catched without no grog with this bit of slop what's left Ah, drinks to your shining lamps, Venus's flashing gigs. I loves you, Duke. She fills, mixes, and stirs the pot. She tastes it like a practiced housewife. Her apron is made of all work. It is towel, dust rag, mop, and handkerchief. What does you make, old Cyclops, of the new recruit? Red Joe? Im. He's a right smart pirate, I says. I never seen a feller as could shoot so straight. 
I says so. But he's a wee bit knobby. Kind of stiff in the nose. Looks as if he knowed he was kinder good. It's queer how he come to us. Just sitting on Toppy's dory on the beach when we found him. And what he said about his ship going down. Blast me old stump, but it were queer. Queer? You said it, Patch. Queerer than mermaids. Did we ever see a stick of that ship? I'm asking you, Patch. Ain't I listening? Ain't I telling you? Nary a bit washed in. Did you ever know a wreck long here where nothing washed in? Just nothing? I'm asking you. You and me would starve if it happened regular. It's what we lives by. Pickens on the beach. He's a right smart pirate, Red Joe. The captain, the most particular man I know, he took to him at once. He's a kinder good-looking fellow. Darlin, stirring at the pot. He ain't got whiskers like the duke. She spits. Must I say it? She spits into the fire. Queer that never a stick washed in. No, I'm not denying your duke. Where's Red Joe now? It's getting on. I'll just take a look for him. He takes the lantern from its hook and stands at the open door. It ain't blown so hard. Oh, Borealis, I speaks poetical. Ain't straining at his waistcoat buttons like he was. Ignorance, I pities ya. Borealis ain't wind, he's rainbows. Patch Eye goes into the night. The Duke sits to a greasy game of solitaire. It's queer, I says. Nary a stick, just Red Joe on Toppy's dory. He sings abstractedly. Bill Bones used to say on many a day, when taking a ship for its loot, that a blow on the head was quickest dead and safest and best to boot. But a victim's end for meself, I contend. There's a hundred been killed by me. Is a walk, I'll be frank, on a slippery plank and a splash in the roaring sea. He turns and surveys the drawing above the windows. He cocks his head like a connoisseur, critically, with approval. I'm the artist of that there masterpiece, the spittin' devil. I done it on a rainy morning. Genius is queer. Then he sings again. Old Pew had a jerk with a long-handed dirk. His choice was a jab in the dark. He is engaged thus, fumbling with his cards, when Darlin, crossing from the fire, interrupts him. Duke, will you have a nip of grog? It eases your pipes. You sounds as if you had crumbs in your gullet. The Duke pushes forward his cup. It's a lovely tune, and I wrote it meself. He continues his song. Old Pew had a jerk with a long-handed dirk. 
His choice was a jab in the dark. And Morgan's crew, twixt me and you, considered a rope a lark. But a prettier end, I repeat and contend, and I've sailed on every sea, is a plunge off the side in the foam and tide. It tickles a sailor like me. Duke, does you happen to have a wife? Duke, deeply engaged. Some chins is hard, so I just makes em up as I goes along. Blackbeard had a knife which he stuck in his wife for nagging, says he to me. Has your wife? A wife as might turn up, I mean. Say it again, darling. Most sailors has wives, of course. Strewed here and there from Bristol to Guinea, just to make all ports cozy. So as you're going home to a happy family, no matter where you steers. It's comfortable, darling. I'll not deny it. When you heads to harbour to see a winkin' candle in a window on a hill, and knows that a faithful wife and a couple of little pirates is waitin' to hug you. I says so, Duke. I've been a wife myself, on and off. With husband sailing in and out, kissing you and hoisting sail. Round about, I says, makes happy marriages. Has your wife, Duke, living as you can remember? You're a bold, forward creature. Are you proposing to me? Something like a wink shows in the blush. I blush for your bad manners, Duke. I'm a lady, and I waits patient for the happy question. I lets me beauty do the pleading. I was a flaming roarer in me time. Lovers was nothing. Dozens. There was a sea captain once. She smiles dreamily, then seems to cut her throat with her little finger. Positive. Just cause we tiffed. And a stagecoach driver? I had to cool his passion with a rolling pin. He brooded himself into drink. Happy days. She is lost for a moment in her glorious past, then blows her nose upon her apron and returns to us. Duke, asking your pardon, I was noticing lately that you was casting your eyes on little Betsy. As washes the dishes? her go along and a thought you might be drawn to her darling i'm easy roiled you can have her duke on one condition she's a pretty little girl you must set me up in a pub in bristol with brass beer poles i'll not deny i've given her a thought usual wives is nuisances Nagging at you for sixpences. But sometimes I does get lonesome on a wet night when there's nothing to do. I need someone to hand me down me boots. Betsy'd make a kind of cozy wife. Could yer learn her to make grog? Aye. I might do worse. And roast pig that crackles? I could learn her. 
I might do worser. I'd marry you, darling. Dearie. But you're getting on. Patch might marry her. He's only got one eye. Patch. I'll not deny I've been considering little Betsy. I was thinking about it this morning as I was cleaning me boot. Wives cleans boots. I'm the sort of sailorman she would be sure to like. And what about the pub? Blast me, stump, darling, I'll not forget you. Does I get brass beer pools in the tap? Everything's shiny. I'm loving ya. Betsy would kind of jump at me. There's something tender about a young girl's first love cooing in your arms. Easy, Duke. I always was a favorite with the ladies. I think it's me whiskers. That's there, Duke. There's a shoal ahead. Red Joe's a right smart fella. Red Joe? Him. He sits and watches her. What can she see in a young fella like that? Women's queer folks. They're vicious vampires. Just you watch them together. Red Joe's snooping in on you. You can blast me. He ain't got whiskers. I'm telling you, Duke. If I was you, I'd tumble that Red Joe off a cliff. I'm hinting to you, Duke. Off a cliff. <laughs> it's the pig. I clean forgot the pig. It's burning on the fire. Off a cliff. I'm hinting to you. She runs to the kitchen. Red Joe. Women's queer. Queerer than mermaids. A snooper. Just a prentice pirate. No whiskers. Nothing. At this moment, there is a stamping of feet outside, and Patch Eye enters with Red Joe. If Red Joe were born a gentleman, we might expect silver buckles and a yellow feather to trail across his shoulder, for he bears a jaunty dignity. His is a careless grace, the swagger of a pleasant vagabond, a bravado that snaps its fingers at danger. His body has the quickness of a cat, his eye a flash of humour kindly unless necessity sharpens it as poets were thick in those golden days we suspect that the roar of the ocean sets rhymes jingling in his heart he is however almost as shabby as the other pirates although he wears no pigtail his collar is turned up he wrings the water from his head patch eye throws himself on the seaman's chest and falls asleep at once he snores an obligato to our scene. Just once an ugly dream disturbs him, and we must fancy that a gibbet has crossed the frightful shadow of his thoughts. Evening, old sea serpent. Where's ye been? Up at the lighthouse. It says it's murky as hell's back door. See, Petey? I did. He was puttering with his light and meowing to his tabby cat. We're a blessing to old Petey. I'm betting me stumpy'd get lonesome up there, except for us. 
he points to the window to the right where the lighthouse shows there's old Petey staring at the ocean you ain't never seen a light at that other window has you joe we waits for a merchant man which he knows has gold aboard then we just tips a hint to Petey, and he douses his light then we sets up our lantern old flint's lantern outside on the rocks just where she shows the t'other window the ship sticks her nose agin the cliff smash at this point after a few moments of convulsion patch eye falls off the chest he sits up and rubs his eyes oh i dreamed of gibbets you're as lucky old kegarum you doesn't dream of purple rhinoceroses go back to bed then to joe smash i says on comes peedy again and we just as innocent as babes in a crib it was me own idea brains young fellow just you wait joey till you sees a light at the other window betsy is heard singing in the kitchen the duke stops and listens a dark thought runs through his head his shrewd eye quests from the kitchen door to joe darlin darlin she thrusts in her head where's betsy she's washing dishes i'm wondering if she would lay off a bit from her jolly occupation and sing us a little song betsy i want you i never knowed you cared for music duke usually you goes outside you're just booze i does usual patch tonight's particular red joe ain't heard betsy sing does you like music joe i like the roaring of the ocean i like to hear the trees tossing in the wind wind ain't music you should hear betsy she's got a little song that makes your feel as good and peaceful as a whining parson darlin beckoning at the kitchen door betsy stop slapping with the dishes betsy enters she's a pretty girl our guess at her age is but it is better not to guess we have in our own experience made several humiliating blunders let us say that betsy is young enough to be a granddaughter plainly she is a pirate by accident not inheritance for she is clean and she wears a pretty dress duke as he rises and makes a show of manners betsy yes welcome to the parlour we once read joe to hear you sing that little song of yours he returns to the recess at the rear of the cabin and covertly watches joe patch eye is lost in heavenly meditation joe's attention is roused before the first stanza of the song is finished by the third stanza betsy sings to him alone the north wind's cheeks are puffed with tunes it whistles across the sky 
Its song is shrill and rough until the hour of twilight's nigh. Rest, my dear one, rest and dream, the winds on tiptoe keep. In the dusk of day they hum their lay, and weary children sleep. The waves since dawn roared on the rocks, they snarled at the ships on the deep. But at twilight hour they chained their power, and little children sleep. Rest, my dear one, rest and dream, the ships in a cradle swing, and sailormen blink and children sink to sleep as the wavelets sing. The sun at noon was red and hot, it stifled the east and west, but at even song the shadows long have summoned the world to rest. Rest, my dear one, rest and dream, the sun runs off from the sky, but the stars, it's odd, while children nod, are tuned to a lullaby. She sings slowly, to a measure that might rock a cradle. This can be managed, for I have tried it with a chair. Once Patch Eye blows his nose to keep his emotions from exposure, but make him blow softly, sotto naso, shall we say, so as not to disturb the song. In Red Joe, the song seems to have stirred a memory. At the end of each stanza, Betsy pauses, as if she too dwelt in the past. When I hears that song, I feel as if I were rockin' babies in a crib. Bless little pirates pullin' at their bottles, as well foller the sea some day. He blows his sentimental nose. A slighter structure would burst in the explosion. Your old nose sounds as if it were tootin' for a fog. You might be round in the Isle of Dogs on a murky night. He goes to the door and stretches out his hand for raindrops. Joe, you and me has to put oil in the lantern. Come on, old sweetheart. When you sees this lantern blinkin' at that there window, you will know that Willany's afoot. He comes close to Darlin and whispers. You said it, Darlin, you said it. Red Joe's castin' his eye on Betsy off a cliff. Tonight, now, if I gets a chance, off a cliff. Come on, Joey. He goes outdoors with Red Joe, singing Betsy's song. The lullaby fades in the distance. Patch Eye and Betsy are left together, for the roast pig again calls Stalin to the kitchen. Will ye wait a bit, Betsy? Ask your pardon, while I talk to you? Of course, Patch. I don't suppose, dearie. I'm the kind of pirate that sets you thinking of fiddles tuning up near Parsons. No, you says. Near cradles and lethal devils biting at their quarrel. I don't suppose you has a kind of a hankering and yearning. You never sets and listens to me coming. Oh, of course not, you says, Betsy. If I talk out square, you'll not blab it all around the village, will you? They would point their fingers at me and <laughs> giggle in their sleeves. I want to tell you something of very tender nature. 
there's a little word as begins with l l i mean not tell i wouldn't want you to think betsy I, i'm a cousin ellis cousin the little word is what's ailing me it's love betsy it's me heart smashed altered bits jesus you ask what done it it's a pretty girl i answer you as has smashed it does your father betsy a pretty girl about your size and with eyes the color yourn what does your say betsy your says nothing i never meant to patch i'm sorry course you are just as sorry as the careless feller is nudged humpty dumpty off the wall but it didn't do no good there he was broke all to flinders and all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't fix him humpty dumpty is me betsy regularly all split up fore and aft rib and keel i mopes for you all day betsy and i mopes all night last night i didn't get her sleep just fidgetin till way past eleven o'clock and i woke again at seven askin myself if i loves you hopeless you're as a lump of sugar betsy as would sweeten old patch's life if we was married i'd just tag round behind you and hand your things and now you tells me there ain't no hope at all no hope at all patch yesterday i was counting the potatoes in the pot saying to myself she loves me she don't love me but the less potato didn't love me betsy there was just one too many potatoes in the pot no yer says yer couldn't love me cause why cause patch is a shabby pirate with only one eye i am sorry patch she offers him her hand flesh little fingers as twines their cells all round me heart patch you says you're sorry there ain't no hope at all you nudges him off the wall but you can't fix him but i never heard that humpty dumpty did a lot of squealing when he bust he took it like a pirate and so does patch i doesn't sulk if you will pardon me betsy i'll leave you me feelings get lumpy in me throat i'll take a wink of sleep in the loft he climbs the ladder but turns at the top there was just one too many potatoes in the pot he disappears through the hole in the wall betsy arranges the mugs on the table then stands listening presently there is a sound of footsteps red joe enters at the rear i slipped the duke in the dark oh, i came back to talk with you then bluntly but with kindness how old are you my dear i don't know you don't know how long have you lived here in this cabin 
Three years. And where did you live before? In the village, in Clovelly. Did your parents live there? Yes, I think so. I don't know. Old Nancy, they called her. She brought me up. But she died three years ago. Who was old Nancy? She did washing for the sailormen. Was she good to you? Oh, yes. I think, I do not know, that she was not my mother. And darling? Yes, she has been good to me. And the others, too. I seem to remember someone else. How long have you been a pirate? A pirate? Years, it seems, my dear. But I am more used to a soldier's oath. I have trailed a pike in the lowland wars. The roar of cannon and siege and falling walls are gayer tunes than any ocean tempest. What is this that you remember, Betsy? It is far off. Someone saying to me, It was not Nancy. When Nancy died, Darlin took me and brought me up. That was three years ago. But last year the captain and Duke and Patchai came climbing up the rocks. They were sailormen, they said, who had lost a ship. And these cliffs with the sea pounding on the shore comforted them when they were lonely. So they stayed, and Darlin and I cook for them. Do you remember who it was who sang to you? No. That song you just sang. Where did you learn it? I have always known it. It makes me sad to sing it, for it sets me thinking. Thinking of something that I have forgotten. She stands at the window above the sea. Some days I climb high on the cliffs, and I look upon the ocean. And I know that there is land beyond, where children play. But I see nothing but a rim of water. And sometimes the wind comes off the sea, and it brings me familiar, far-off voices. Voices I once knew. Voices I once knew. Fragments from a life I have forgotten. Why do you ask about my song? Because I heard it once myself. Betsy sits beside him at the table. Where? Perhaps, if you will tell me, it will help me to remember. I heard the song once when I was a lad. But I was taken on a visit. Were your parents pirates? It was a long journey, and all day we bumped upon the road, seeking an outlet from the tangled hills. Night overtook our weary horses, and blew out the flaming candles in the west, and shadows were a blanket on the sleeping world. Toward midnight I was roused. We had come to the courtyard of a house, this house where I was taken on a visit. Was it like this, Joe? A cabin on a cliff? I remember how the moon peeped around the corner to see who came so late knocking on the door. I remember. I remember. He stops abruptly. Do you remember when you first came to live with Nancy? I dreamed once. You will think me silly. Are there great stone steps somewhere, wider than this room, with marble women standing motionless, and walls with dizzy towers upon them? Go on, Betsy. In Clovelly there are naught but cabins pitched upon a hill, and ladders to a loft, and at the foot of the town a mole where boats put in. And I have listened to the songs of the fishermen as they wind their nets, and through the window of the tavern I have heard them singing at their rum, and sometimes I have been afraid. I have stuffed my ears and ran, but the ugly songs have followed me and scared me in the night. The shadows from the moon have reeled across the floor, like a tipsy sailor from the harbor light. 
Joe, are you really a man from the sea? Why, Betsy? The sea is never gentle. It never sleeps. I have stood listening at the window on breathless nights, but the ocean always slaps against the rocks. Even in a calm it moves and frets. Is it not said that the ghosts of evil men walk back and forth on the spot where their crimes are done? The ocean, perhaps, for its cruel wreckage, haunts these cliffs. It is doomed through all eternity with a lather of breaking waves to wash these rocks of blood, and the wind whistles to bury the cries of drowning men that plague the memory. Joe. Yes, my dear. You are the only one, Patch-Eye, Duke, and the Captain, you are the only one who is always gentle, and I have wondered if you could really be a pirate. Me. Then, with sudden change. Me. General. The devil himself is my softer twin. Don't. Don't. What do you know of scuttled ships and rascals ripped in fight? Of the last bubbles that grin upon the surface when a dozen men have drowned? Joe, for God's sake, don't. Is it journalist to plunge a dagger in a man and watch for his dying eye to glaze? It is a lie. Tell me it is a lie. My dear. Gently he touches her hand. It is a lie. We'll pretend it is a lie. They sit for a moment without speaking. How long, Joe, have you lived with us? Two weeks, Betsy. Two weeks? So short a time. From Monday to Monday, and then around again to Monday. It is so brief a space that a flower would scarcely droop and wither. And yet the day you came seems already long ago. And all the days before are of a different life. It was another Betsy, not myself, who lived in this cabin on a Sunday before a Monday. It is so always, Betsy, when friends suddenly come to know each other. All other days sink down reality like the memory of snow upon a day of August. We wonder how the flowering meadows were once a field of white. Our past selves, Betsy, walk apart from us, and, uh, Although we know their trick of attitude and the fashion of their clothes, they are not ourselves. We're friendship, and it grips the heart. We're wine to the fibers of our being. Do you remember, dear, how you ran fright when you first saw me clambering up these rocks? I was sent to call the Duke to dinner, and carried a bell to ring it on the cliff. I was afraid when a stranger's head appeared upon the path. Yet when I spoke, you stopped. At the first word I knew I needn't be afraid, and you took my hand to help me up the slope. You asked my name, and told me yours was Joe. Then we came together to this cabin, and each day I have been with you. Two weeks only. I shall be gone, Betsy, in a little while. Gone? I am not, my dear, the master of myself. We must forget these days together. Joe. Maybe I shall return. Fate is captain. The future shows so vaguely in the mist. Ah, listen. It is the Duke. In the distance, the Duke is heard singing the pirate song. We must speak of these things together. Another time when there is no interruption. Gently she touches his fingers. I shall be lonely when you go. There is loud stamping at the door. Betsy goes quickly to the kitchen. The captain enters, followed by the duke. Patch-Eye enters by way of the ladder. The captain has a hook hand. 
this is the very hook mentioned in my preface if you read prefaces got from the corner butcher the captain would be a frightful man to meet socially i can hear a host saying shake hands with the captain one quite loses his taste for dinner parties there is a sabre cut across the captain's cheek he is even more disreputable in appearance than his followers with a bluster that marks his rank there's news there's news my men i've brought big news from the village he wrings the water from his head he is provokingly deliberate all of the pirates crowd around by the bones of me ten fingers it's a blithe night for our business it's wetter than a crocodile's nest when i smells a fog i feels good i tastes it and is happy what's your news captain news oh yes the news i've just heard i've just heard oh, blast me rotten timbers how can a man talk when he's dry a cup of grog darlin has slipped into the room in the excitement old custom anticipates his desire she stands at his elbow with the cup like a dirty ganymede the captain drinks slowly there's big news me arries what's your news captain we asks you i'm telling her it's sweatin with curiosity that kills cats he yawns and stretches his legs across the hob ah down in the village i learnt i was just taking a drop of rum at the harbour light it's not as sweet as darlin's they skimps their sugar yer wants to keep droppin it in as yer stirs it i thinks they puts in too much water water's not much good except for washin and uh, washin's not much good now then captain hold hard on yer tiller again wobblin and get the port we're hangin on yer lips yer needn't keep shovin me i kicks up when i'm riled they say down in the village it is now a sneeze that will not dislodge he has hopes of it for a breathless moment but it proves to be a dud there's p we're just fidgeting for the news the news oh yes now you hears it he draws the pirates near a great merchantsman has just sailed from bristol the royal Ary. it's her with gold for the armies in france she's a brig of five hundred ton this night when the tide runs out she slips away from bristol arbour with this wind she should be off cloverly by this time to-morrow night glory to god and then pity will douse his glim and will set up the ship's lantern smash then pity will lie himself and we'll be just as innocent as babies rockin' in a crib. Unlay it on the helmsman for being sleepy. And I've other news. Down in the village, they say, for a fishin' soup brought the word. That his highness, the Prince of Wales, left London a month ago. And him not givin' me word? I calls that shabby. He was me fag at eatin'. Does your think, Captain, he'll spend a weekend with us riding to the hounds, just telling us the London gossip? How pretty the Duchess is cutting up? I thought he was sitting in Whitehall, trying on crowns, 
so as to get one that didn't scratch his ears they say he's incarnito what is it something your catches like wally gogs in the stomach ignorance i'm shamed of you patch ain't you been to school ain't you done lessons on a slate ain't you been walloped so standin's been comfortabler the captain and me soils ourselves talkin to you incarnito is dressed up fancy so as no one can know him like cinderella at the party if you wants patch to understand you captain you's gotta use little words as is still pullin at their bottles when words grow big and has got beards they just don't say nothing to patch this here prince of wales is journeyin down plymouth way what's that to us i'm askin you his highness cut me when i passed him in piccadilly the bloomin swab i pulled me at standin in the gutter but he just seemed to smell something it weren't roses i'm tellin you silence they say he has sworn an oath to break up the pirate business on the coast and let us starve it's unfeelin no pickin's on the beach i'd like to catch him i'd slit his whistle i'd put poison in the pig i feeds him i'd nudge him off the cliff just like he were a sneakin snooper well there's your news i'm dry darlin some grog he crosses to the table and draws the pirates around him here's the royal arry and may the helmsman be very sleepy and we as innocent as little pirates sucking at their bottles while the cups are still aloft there is a loud banging at the door an old woman enters old meg we have seen her but a minute since past the windows perhaps she is as dirty as darlin a sprig of mistletoe even at the reckless new year would wither in despair she is a gypsy in gorgeous skirt and shawl and she wears gold earrings any well-instructed nursemaid would huddle her children close if she heard her tapping up the street meg walks to the table she sniffs audibly it is grog her weakness she drinks the dregs of all three cups she rubs her thrifty finger inside the rims and licks it for the precious drop she opens her wallet and takes from it a fortune teller's crystal i tell fortunes gentlemen wouldn't any o you like to see the future i sees what's comin in this yer magic glass i tells you when to set your nets and have rising storms as any o you a kind of anchorin for matrimony i can tell yer if the lady be light or dark it'll cost yer only a sixpence yer insults me for better and for worse as usual for worse does yer think you can anchor an old sea dog like me to a kennel as is made for landlubbery lapdogs i've deserted three wives and that's enough more's a hog he retires to the fireplace in disgust 
Husbands is nuisances, as I was telling the sea captain just before I cut his throat. Thank you, old lady. I doesn't need you. When the old duke is willin', he knows a little dear as will come flutterin' to his arms. What can you do for an old sailor man like me? I'd like someone with curlin' locks as can mix grog as good as darlin's. And I likes roast pig, crackly as darlin' cooks it. He offers his hand. I has a little girl in mind, and she's kinder holdin' up. What does your see, dearie? Does your hear any fiddles tunin' for the nuptials? Is there a pretty lady waitin' for a kiss? I sees the ocean and a ship. I sees inside the cabin of that ship. Does your see me as the captain of the ship? Just settin' easy, brawlin' orders, just feedin' on plum duff. I sees your in irons. Mother o' oh goodness, now you've done it. I sees whapping wharf. I sees a gibbet. I sees horrors. I sees you swinging on that gibbet, stretching with your toes, swinging in the wind. You makes me grog sour on me. He goes to the rear of the cabin and looks disconsolately over the ocean. Meg, as she looks in the glass, I sees misfortune for everyone here, except one tragedy, the gibbet. Go not upon the sea until the moon has turned. Ha! Little glass, has your more to show? Has your any comfort? The light fades out it is dark ain't you giving us more than sixpence worth of misery your gloom is slopping over the brim ah here's light again at last there's a red streak across the dial it drips it's blood ain't you got any pretty pictures in that glass Graveyards are cheerful and gibbets. Peace. I sees a man in a velvet cloak. It's him that swings you to a gibbet. It's him that strangles you till your eyes is popping. That man avoid like a poison snake. Avoid? By the rotten bones of flint, if I meet that man in a velvet cloak, I hooks out his eye. Captain, you sweats yourself unnecessary. Here's Red Joe, old dear. Joe's a spry young fella. He looks as if he might be anchoring for a wife. Hey, darling. He's the kind as vampires make their victims. With a laugh, but unwillingly, Joe holds out his hand. Meg, as she looks in the glass, her face brightens. I sees a tall building with gold spires. I hears a shout of joy, and I hears stately music, like what you hears in Bartholomew Fair, or to the Lord Mayor as made his speech. I sees a man in a silk cloak. 
he swaggers to the music i sees i sees she looks long in the glass and seems to see great and unexpected things her eyes are as wide as a child's at a tale of fairies it is no less a moment but how different than when lady bluebeard peeped in the forbidden door scarcely was little red riding hood more startled when she touched the strange bristles on her grandmother's chin but meg is not frightened she smiles she bends intently she is about to speak then she sinks into the chair behind the table i sees i sees nothing the glass is blank nothing just nothing at all ain't there no blood drippin no gibbets nor sailormen swingin in the wind old meg is visibly affected by what she has seen the duke with a suspicious glance at red joe moves forward to look over her shoulder at the glass slyly she sees him she pushes the crystal forward and it breaks upon the stones then she rises abruptly she lifts a portentous finger she advances to red joe i sees danger for you joe who can tell whether it be death tis beyond my magic but beware a knife go not near the cliff you will see me again and in your hour of danger when you least expect it she is about to curtsy but turns abruptly and leaves the cabin darlin with shaken nerves runs to bolt the door there is silence except for the monotone of rain nice cheerful old lady i says you can pipe the devil up but she gives me shivers just a minute i thought some old lady had died and left me her money-box the duke picks up a fragment of the crystal and puts it to his eye he examines it at the candle and turns it round and round he makes nothing of it and shakes his head your condemn me gig that's left i'm clean upset i ain't been so down in the boots since the blessed angels took flintorel captain you and patches melancholy errand funerals wiping wheat eyes is jollier will you let a handed thirsty grog-eyed granddaughter of a blinkin sea serpent upset your happy dispositions stiffen yourself keep your nose up captain we has see enough we're not thumpin on the rocks you said it duke i sulks unnecessary there's old p e shinin up there to-morrow night if the wind holds we'll see his starin eye go out and our lantern shinin at t'other winder he takes a pirate flag from his boot he smooths it with affection then he waves it on his hook the crossbones as hung on the masthead o the spittin devil old flint's wary flag him as they hanged on a gibbet on weapon wharf it was a murky night like this with prentices gulpin in the lanterns and jack ketch unsnarlin his cursed ropes i spits blood to think of it i'll die easy when i've revenged his death 
and the old clock is ticking peaceful and flint's sleeping happy in his rotten coffin a drink all round we'll drink the health o this here flag you'll drink with us darling you spoils me captain everyone drinks and now we'll drink confusion to the swab that's setting on the english throne all drink except red joe he makes the pretense but pours his grog out covertly our play is nothing if not subtle here's the old flint here's the old flint it is bedtime they all stretch and yawn the captain climbs the ladder to the sleeping loft patch follows with the candle warming the captain's seat for speed the duke comes next carrying his one boot which he has removed before the fire darlin kisses her hand to the duke and retires to the kitchen we suspect that she curls up inside the sink with a stewpan for a pillow Rego lingers for a moment and stands gazing at the ocean the memory fumbles in the past i too hear familiar voices lost for many years a dark curtain lifts and in the past i see myself a child there are strange tunes in the wind tonight methinks they sing the name of margaret he climbs the ladder and now with an occasional dropping boot the pirates prepare for bed presently we hear the duke up above singing rigorously at first until drowsiness dulls the tune it is set in port by the sailor's sort as they squig all night at their rum that a jolly grave is the ocean wave but a churchyard bells to hum i agrees to this and to give em bliss from pew i'll learn the trick i'll push em wide of the vessel's side and poke em down with a stick darlin enters with a prodigious yawn she sits at the fire she kicks off her slippers and warms her old red stockings she comforts herself with grog and spits across the hearth she sleeps and gently snores the duke continues with his song old flint has a fist and an iron wrist and he thumped on the nose it is said till a victim's gore ran over the floor and he rolled in the scuppers dead but patch there's a few i'm tellin' to you who's nice and they hates a muss and a plank i contend is a tidier end no sweepin no scrapin no fuss captain kidd went afloat put the crew in a boat and he shoved em off to starve on a rock in the sea says he to me on a rock in the sea says he to me on a rock the singer's voice fails sleep engulfs him silence then sounds of snoring the range of caucasus hath not noisier winds let's draw the curtain on the tempest end of act one